0: We are back again. Welcome to another fabulous episode of Happily Never After. This is episode eight. Is the, it re-reco- really? the re-record. The re-record of episode eight. So we have, to, we have to be flat out honest with you guys that we already recorded this. And apparently something happened with the computer. And it turned out horribly. <laughs> Sound wise. Sound wise. We were great. <laughs> yeah, we were clever as ever. But um so here we go. We're gonna we're gonna try this one again. So um super exciting. We are into Hallmark Winterfest. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! This is basically like how they get between Christmas and Valentine's Day is they create yeah. some cracked out movies <laughs> that are about cracked. snow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, It's a bunch
0: of mountains. Yep. Colorado got a lot of money out of this. They really did. The tourist, the touristy there must just be like exploding.
1: I don't think they, I think they filmed it in like Canada.
0: I'm sure they do. Everything anyway. is filmed in Canada. That's what happens. They start filming things where they want the to taxes. film them. Yeah, for real. And then Fucking they just Trump, go to Canada. really. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be bringing shit back? That has been forever, girl. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Stop blaming him for everything. <laughs> Why not? I know. I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right. So... This episode is Love on the Slopes. Oh my gosh. (sighs) Not Love on the Rocks. No, it should have been Love on the Rocks. It It was Love on the Rocks on my end. Yeah. And it really wasn't that much love. But there was a lot of rocks (laughs) (laughs) involved. The rocks in her head. Anyway, so this one features two people that you don't know. Um, Some uh, really nice looking girl named uh, Katrina Bowden. And her name is Alex in the movie Alex Burns.
1: Yes, blonde girl.
0: Yes, she's be, beautiful. Really, just and gorgeous. I mean, we don't know what kind of talent she really has. We'll just put it that way. We're gonna get there. Yeah, which is what I always say in every episode: "We'll get there." We'll get there. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna copyright that some somehow down the line. And uh, Thomas, which again I don't know how to say his last name. Bo-dwan, bo Bo-something. But it's kind of odd how similar their last names are. Um, his name is Cole Taylor in the movie. And mm-hmm. you don't know him either. So
1: <laughs> Again, very attractive.
0: Very attractive.
1: Don't really know, acting-wise, yes-no. Or... And I, I will say this. Having watched a certain amount of Hallmark movies, there are certain actors and actresses in these movies that you know can act. Yes, and yet still can't act in the Hallmark movie. So I'm really not sure if <laughs> it's fair to say anything about the actor or actress. If yes. it's just how they purposely direct it, like it's their shtick, so let's just keep going with it, or
0: if it's just the script. Listen, because I think it's everything. People got bills to pay, regardless <laughs> of <is> whether the... <laughs> you're an actor. or This is Reagan realism, okay? Whether you're the actor or 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 the, you know, district manager. <laughs> You've got bills to pay. And so if you need to do a Hallmark movie to get you from one soap opera to the next, or whatever your Mm shtick is, that's what you're going to do. You know you're
1: not winning an Oscar. You're not loving the content. So you know what? Go out and party the night before. Show up to the set. Film the set. Film the scenes drunk. It's good. You're getting a paycheck no matter what.
0: Word. Anyway. So let's talk more about this movie.
1: So the synopsis. Do it. We're gonna we're gonna do the synopsis. You got this. We are gonna do shorter synopsis, synopses. <laughs> synopses, and we are gonna have a little bit of a structure to it. So at the end of all of these, we will be talking about the cheese factor. Yes. The believability factor. Yes. The chemistry, because we know that's a big deal. Right. Stereotypes. Y- yes. Yes. Um, oh. Diversity, and then our overall. And this is gonna be a one out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, the first five things, cheese through uh, diversity, will just be a straight one out of five. And then our overall rating is gonna be. Glasses of Prosecco. Glasses of Prosecco, because that's how we measure everything. That's what we want.
0: So. <laughs> we really do. That's...
1: Now, it'll be one glass is bad five glasses. You know, you should probably watch it if you have nothing else to do with your life. Yeah. One glass of Prosecco means don't you even waste your time.
0: Yeah, don't do it. Because you would start drinking that glass and then you would turn off the movie, is what it is.
1: Well, if you don't turn off the movie you would, like, have regret for one (laughs) week of the, you know, one hour and twenty minutes you've wasted of your life that you'll never get back. And the brain cells that burned and disintegrated (laughs) in the process. Okay. Anyway a little heavy there so synopsis synopsis do it copy editor for travel magazine gee what a shock
0: always with these writers there's a
1: contest at work for new content she's gonna go off and do extreme sports in colorado slash look for this and oh we will talk about this um (laughs) recluse apparently photographer
0: that lives in Colorado. I will say recluse. But anyway. Recluse. Ah damn it <laughs> We could say it differently, it's okay. We can. Anyway, um Potato Potato. Um so she wants
1: to go see the photographer, but then her editor's like, No, why don't you do extreme sports? You're scared of everything and you're kind of a klutz and it'd be fun. <laughs> and they pay for her to go do it and in the process she randomly meets this recluse Recluse. <laughs> And who's not a recluse at all? A freaking copy editor should know what the damn definition is, and ends up conning this guy basically into teaching her these sports. Of course, they fall in love. Oh god! Blah blah blah. <laughs> sort of. I mean,
0: sort of. It is so mild.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's it's we we have fallen into mutual like. Right. I really feel like that's where we're at at the end of this. This is one of those definitely happy never afters. Because yeah.
0: She ain't going to be happy with him.
1: <laughs> no. She's too excitable. He's too, like, nothing. And trust me. Blank. We all know people that have been in this relationship. Marriage or relationship. Mm-hmm. One person is really exciting. The other person is extremely dull. And they're attracted to each other. But yet the dull person typically drags the excitable person down. Everybody's bored.
0: Everybody moves on. <laughs> I love that. That's wow. it's so true. <laughs> just like wisdom by Robin, right there. That's what, what? that's just so true, though. All right. So, like we said, we start off. This takes place in New York City, or this is where Alex lives the mm-hmm. the copy editor who is fantasizing about becoming a writer. So we know that and a traveling writer and it, yes, a traveling writer um, for this travel magazine. And so. Um, you know she's like, Oh, when am I gonna get out of the copy desk? Like, blah blah blah. She's talking to this friend of hers, and we'll get into the friend because well, friend is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm using air quotes around friend. So, um, the token black person in this movie is the manager,
1: <laughs> so the main editor, yeah, yes,
0: the main editor who's her manager in the movie. Um, he makes this big announcement. That he is planning to expand the travel writing team, so he introduces a contest. Woo! Right? Like, cause everything it at work—it's really cool, super cool contest, but it's a little unbelievable for work. But anyway, so whoever well, so writes, yeah, yeah, whoever writes the best travel article wins a first-class ticket to anywhere in the world. They win the cover story in the next issue and an ongoing position as a travel writer. So like we said, pretty cool prize. Like you gotta, you gotta admit like if you have one good idea, just enter, right? Like yeah. you, any, anybody who thinks they have a good idea should just have the confidence to enter this freaking contest because just, yeah. even if you lose, like you had a chance at three really cool things. <laughs>
1: awesome things right you've been dreaming about this i mean get up and as a copy editor
0: right you've been reading other people's freaking writing i know you should know what good freaking writing is and so then maybe you know how to do it
1: well if she's interested in places yeah right we travel sure you travel a lot for work yes i've traveled a lot yeah and there are certain places you have read enough and hopefully other people have read enough you know what you like you know what you don't like right if you sit down and your great idea bores you before you've even finished the synopsis, then just don't. Yeah. Try something else. Right. And that's kind of... We're at this, at this position where... So we have this awesome black editor, this great prize, and immediately the the woman is set up as the dumb blonde mm-hmm. who has no self-confidence and just is a complete bumbling idiot. Yeah. yeah. Because that's not a stereotype at all, Hallmark. <laughs> The that one. is what we would call a stereotype <laughs> slip.
0: That's right. That's right. First one of the movie. So the one thing I have to say about Editor Guy mm-hmm. is that he does the thing with the days of the week. <laughs> does anybody know somebody like this? Who, instead of saying Monday, Tuesday, says Monday, <laughs> Tuesday? Tuesday. I can't take it. Instead of day? Oh, there's an A in there. Anyway. And
1: it's so... I, I didn't ever think about it
0: yeah he said it and it was so like but yes oh it's it, annoying it just ripped my eardrums out so i hate that and i just had to talk about it for a second so her friend basically has to convince her so this you know quote unquote friend has to convince alex to join the contest um and it's like geez have some confidence so you know she's like running through all these kind of ideas and she like runs up to her boss to tell him that he's, she's gonna join the contest and he's like oh okay well what ideas do you have And she totally wasn't expecting him to, like, actually ask her what she might be thinking about writing about, which is, like, duh. Yeah. No (laughs) boss would ever do that. No, no. Why would you think that? (laughs) It's not like they got to that position by having a brain zone. (laughs) So she starts bumbling on about some bed and breakfast, which that's not exciting. Um, Like, I mean, a bed and breakfast sort of, like in and of itself is relaxation, it's sleepy, it's
1: Or like haunted ones.
0: There you go. Let's that come up with a better. theme.
1: Dude, that would have been so cool. <laughs> okay. For for people that aren't scared of dying by ghosts, fine. But Don't you like come and give give me some edge
0: to it. Like those freaking ghost shows, like what the fuck? <laughs> I
1: know. Follow them around. I can't believe people do that though. Get like the that. Discovery Channel Ghostbusters. <laughs> that try to be funny and invite them to a bunch of Ben breakfasts, and then do that. But no, she's like, like you said, she's a bumbling idiot. She doesn't have an idea. He's like, well, what's your idea? And she's like, uh, uh... She throws something out and he's like, uh, think about it and get back to me. And I'm like, dude, at that point, my boss would have been like... Strike one. (laughs) No, not even strike one. Like, she's done. Because who the hell? And this is... I brought this up. You know... I'm big on feminism, as we know. Yes, the drum. I beat my damn drum. <laughs> but, you know, we hear all these things, and we see all these movies, and all these images of women, and they're always the idiots. They're always asking, what do I do next? Ah, oh, yes. And this is, I, I heard Reese Witherspoon talking about this, and this is when it hit me as strongly as it did, because you don't even realize it until someone points it out. Yep. All these women in all these movies, and, and especially in the Hallmark-type movies. What do I do next? I don't have the confidence. I can't do this. Someone has to push me into this. And it's like, I don't know a woman that is actually like that. Nope. We all deface ourselves at some point mm-hmm. and um, have the humor, or feel like we're a mess, and we have breakdowns all the freaking time because we have to do everything, <laughs> everything for everybody. Everyone. <laughs> everybody. Like... Man, child, all the time. Child, child, female child, other man, child, doggy child, kitty child, every other kind of child there is. And in my case, there was a frog child at one point. But yes,
0: oh Felice, I mean,
1: R.I.P. Felice. Yes, our frog died. He committed suicide. It's a long, horrible story.
0: So, which is not funny, but it the, is after the fact. When you hear about this story, if you knew about the story, you would think you'd it's be sad. like, "Oh my god, this frog!" It's sad,
1: but this this frog really did not want to live. Um anyway, moving on. But it's like, I don't know women that are like, there's this great opportunity at work. I don't think I'm gonna take it. Like, what the f like all the women I know are strong, ambitious. Even if you're not like crazy ambitious in a certain way, you're still ambitious in another way. You still get shit done. You either say, you know what, that sounds awesome for someone that likes that. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Let me support somebody else. Or you say, you know what? Let me come up with some really damn good idea and put everything into it and do it. But you don't go
0: up to your boss no I have no idea one it's really also I think about just having a what do I have to lose attitude you know like mm-hmm. in this scenario what does she have to lose it's not like if it's not like if you don't get it then you lose your job like it's not that that was never on the table in this like mm-hmm. that was never part of the conversation it was like here's the opportunity that you have in front of you to get here are the things you can achieve like so come up with an idea and go for it. There should be no question about whether you're going to do it or not. Of course you're going to do it. It's just Absolutely. a matter of what am I going to write about, you know? Yes. Like, my God. Okay, but anyway. But in this
1: case, I think her manager, or her manager, her editor, does a really nice, decent human being thing. And I think also something that a mentor would do, which is she eventually comes back with an idea, And he's like, yeah, I don't really think that's going to work, because he knows her, and the personality that we're starting to feel for this woman, there's no confidence in her to do something extremely ambitious. Right. So, he gives her something a little bit more realistic that would still be fun to work with, which is kind of a Mm cop-out, yet at the same time, at least he's working with her. Right. Um, I do have to point out at this point, and and we'll take a break in a minute to talk about her boyfriend, (laughs) but... um, At this one point, we talk about the diversity factor and how her boss is a black man and and a black editor in New York City, which, at this point, I don't think is a stretch in 2018. not at all. But, that being said, there's one other black person at the magazine, but they are blurred out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they have a scene of all these white people sitting at the desk talking about, what idea are we going to have to travel? (laughs) And there's, like... The, the bokeh the blurry people in the background and there's like a dark skinned person and I'm like is that the manager that they just threw in the back to get some more
0: diversity in the scene or what what's going on here but it's just like I'm gonna tell you this right now Hallmark <laughs> you friggin' stop blurring out black people right now <laughs> listen you only got a sprinkle of them in your movies as it is you better friggin' show unblurred faces from now on <laughs> you are on notice again <laughs> Through this podcast about your diversity situation <laughs> and names, people. <laughs>
1: Reagan's brought this up before, and I just—I don't even know what the editor's name is. I don't like know, they yeah. never made a big deal about it. No,
0: but it's just like, come on. Yeah, I mean, he calls her a few times. I'm—I'm I'm sure his name pops up. I just don't remember what it is. And that's maybe bad on us for not knowing his name. But anyway, but so then we get yes. Sorry, go ahead. Well, so then we get to um, she's got this party to go to. And her boyfriend, we won't talk about his name yet, and they get to the party and it's really snooty. Like, it's like this, you know, it's like a black it's, tie situation nice. or a cocktail, you know, situation. Donald uh, Trump, Trump people. people. Right. <laughs> it feels very, it feels very like it's at Trump Tower. Yeah. So she gets to the party and she's there with her boyfriend and his parents, and we know that her parents are Snootsville when her mom or his mom says, "Oh, I've told you to call me Biddy." <laughs> and I'm like, "Cause that's what they call real people." Like a old Biddy, like <laughs> who who named this woman or who nicknamed this woman?
1: But it's his gaudy ass white name, and it's like, like this is quintessential. <laughs> Raisin skin, rich white folk.
0: Yeah, it's like gaudy a as hell. Bunny or yes, you it's know, just too much. It's one of those. Just
1: cameo ass down.
0: Right. Just can we? Could she just have been you know, Alice or something? I and don't the way know. They
1: talked. They even tried to talk like they were a higher class. You
0: know, how yes. people put on airs, and they start talking, <laughs> very...
1: Classy, what they think is classy, and oh. ah, call me Biddy.
0: Well, it's so lovely to see you today, oh, Alex. Our
1: son has this wonderful <laughs> announcement to make. Oh, don't you, dear?
0: <laughs> Please, He's doing so well at the firm. At
1: the firm that I didn't even know what the hell he was doing. Yeah, until
0: ages into the movie. Yeah, God. When she
1: explains it to somebody else.
0: Because he's not that important any anyway. But He anyway. doesn't look
1: important. The guy can't act. I think the people that played his parents acted more than he did. They
0: did in this scene. So we, Barton is her boyfriend's name first of all. Barton. And <laughs> who he will become later. Um, but they keep in this party, they put the camera on him, but they don't let him say anything. So they put the camera on him and he just makes these weird, smiling facial expressions that are really awkward. And so you're waiting for, it's like no. you different. No. You're trying to figure out what they mean. And you're like waiting for him to say something, but then he never does and then they pan away from him and go back to the parents or they go back to Alex and they go back to the boyfriend who says nothing and does a weird smile and then they pan back to the parents and you're just like, what is going on? Like, no, when is he gonna say sense. something? <laughs> This doesn't make so sense. It's so weird. It's like he forgot his lines. Especially, exactly, especially since it's the first time we see him in the movie, so and you're expecting like, him to say more. I mean, he said something earlier, like, hi, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it was, though.
1: It was a very expensive to film in Trump Tower, and so they're like, he forgot his line, let's just keep
0: going. We yeah. cannot cut this and start over. Ain't nobody got time for this.
1: <laughs> okay. Well. But. Yes. I mean, he ends up getting a promotion, like, They do this whole, Barton has a big announcement, and he's, like, talking about how he wants to stabilize his life. So, he got a promotion to be partner at his firm. Because becoming partner stabilizes your life. It doesn't mean you work 80 hours a week and never see your family and fly all over the country. It means stable
0: family life. Exactly. Exactly. And And she looked freaked out, like... Yeah, you could tell that she was almost expecting a proposal potentially, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: then it was very subtle. It was like, maybe, maybe not, but that's the feeling I got when I watched it was that she was almost like, is he going to propose to me? And then she's like, and then he gets the promotion at the firm and she, I don't know if she was relieved or if she was sort of disappointed. I'm not sure.
1: Well, we don't know because neither one of them looks excited about anything. (laughs) They both look like they're constipated and that their (laughs) ex-lax is finally starting to work. Like, oh, that's nice. Can you take me home? Because I'm gonna just... be busy for the next hour. I
0: mean, really, it's a little worrisome, right? Oh, girl. Anyway. Um. So, in the midst of this, though, she ends up telling them about this contest at work, and they honestly look at her like it's a joke. Like, why the hell would you? Like, oh, that's sweet, or oh, that's pathetic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, because you want to go to another country? Because mm-hmm. cause they're shithole countries where all the, the poor people live, apparently. Any, anything that isn't America is a shithole country, didn't you know? Right, yes. But I joke about this stuff, even though I'm partially serious, mm-hmm. because of what happens in, in our you know current news cycle, but that is exactly the look that they give her. <laughs> Like, by her saying, I want to travel anywhere in the world. And I don't even remember if she mentions that she wants to go to Africa or not. I don't think But so. they they look at her like she's going to go to Haiti right after the earthquake. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're going to get tapeworm. Don't drink the
0: water. Oh my gosh, they don't have toilets. Like, the look of horror on their face. <laughs> well, yeah, and I just, I got, I, what I got the feeling of, like, she's talking about, so so juxtaposing... Two people and their professional excitement right so we're supposed to be super excited for barton because he got promoted in his law firm to Who partner the whitest like <laughs>
1: poster child
0: for vineyard vines
1: and and all the other you guys know what i'm talking what, about super the... white things i don't know what you're talking about what are vineyard Preppy vines oh. Vineyard vine's is this clothing store that i just found out about in the oh, South, but i very, don't know anything about it um, okay cape cod
0: like boat shoes and white. Crab shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, dockers mm-hmm. with the belts. Okay, got it. Yeah. But so putting hit like and we're we supposed him to. The ghetto name. <laughs> <laughs> and then we call him Damn. Barton. <laughs> Damn, Gina. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but like putting his professional ex- excitement and and promotion and everything. Then she starts talking about her own excitement about this contest at work, and they just look at her like like blank. Mm-hmm. like that's stupid you know and your just... greatest
1: aspiration should be which teaspoons you're going to be serving
0: yes at my son's dinner table yeah <laughs> that's what your job is to boss around the servants yes and to pump out those kids which of his credit cards are you going to put in your wallet oh my god <laughs> all right so that was kind of like all right you know yuck over it so we're back at the copy desk um, and she says something about her life becoming complacent, which was just odd to me. Um, and because a life can't come become complacent, because a life itself is not living. No, right? It's exactly. Not a thing. Yeah. It like you are complacent as a person, not your life. This was very odd. It was just, odd. Mm-hmm. It was just an odd choice of words. I think it's just bad writing. But anyway. So. But yet yeah, she's a copy editor. Yeah, she's got. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, um, now we we sort of go to. Colorado. Cole Taylor. That's the right. The latest
1: white name that ever was.
0: <laughs> imagine, yeah, imagine like a very just snowy town with lots of trees. Gorgeous. You mountains. know, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Again, this is all, it all looks very Park City, Utah, but we're in so we're somewhere in Colorado and at the Ridgeline Art Gallery. And this is the oddest interaction between two men that I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. because Two straight men. Yeah, two straight men. They're clearly straight. It's great. But this is where we meet Cole Taylor, who's this uh, reclusive artist. And his okay. friend... Well, reclusive artist. <laughs> Robin.
1: You know <laughs> yeah, I have something that I stick on through the whole thing, this like the so- dead people? Or the elevator. <laughs> or the elevator. There's some dead people in here, too, which
0: is a whole nother... Oh, my God. Okay, but so Robin is very just like this committed. Guy socializes <laughs> with people, but yet he's sort of recluse.
1: Recluse. She's, whatever. I mean, is, it's just like, do they know what the fuck that word means?
0: She is committed to the idea that this man is not actually reclusive because no, he does what? go about town and he is a skiing coach or whatever it is he does, extreme he was sports a coach. a nonprofit. <laughs> Okay, Robin. Okay, I'll shut up. (laughs) So, but apparently, so maybe he's not reclusive, but he won't do interviews and things like that. So he's He's shy. He's known to be shy. Maybe we should just call him shy. He's socially inept, right?
1: Yeah. Inept is a very,
0: very strong word for him. (laughs) Okay. So again, but he's got this friend that works with him at the art gallery. And so they're talking about how, um, you know he's had a hard time taking photos in the last what couple of years has it been? Two I don't years? remember two years because
1: that makes you reclusive too. Yes, two whole
0: years. So he's got what I call photographer's block, right? So you know, like writer's block, but like and Robin is a is also a photographer, so she she would be more the expert on whether this is a thing. So or not. here's
1: where there's two things about this whole interaction that bothers me. First of all, writer's block is you are looking at a blank screen and you may have an idea but you have no idea how to put words to it to put it down and you have this great scene in your head and like what comes out on paper is see dick run <laughs> see jane think dick is dick you know like those types <laughs> of things and so it's simple. editing is so important in writing but i just find it so hard to believe that he's a photographer that photographs extreme sports and athletes. He is in freaking Colorado. Mm -hmm. They have slopes everywhere. At a resort. He works out of a freaking resort, people. (laughs) Where they teach extreme sports and give you all the equipment and all this stuff. And he says at one point, let me find this, um, you can't force inspiration. And I'm just thinking to myself, how... How are you not inspired every day when you walk outside? Because as a photographer, you're inspired by what you're seeing. You don't have to create something from scratch. You're creating the way to look at what you're actually looking at. You're looking, right. you know, looking for the details or the different lighting or something like that. But it's not hard. And I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to pay some bills. You take a damn picture. That's right, girl. Like, some guys on a snowboard, I don't care if the light isn't absolutely perfect. Right. You got bills to pay? Man, I need to go to Publix to get myself a birthday cake? Man. You snap a couple pictures. Product
0: placement, you know? A Publix cake.
1: Okay. Well, you know, that's just what my mind's been on lately. I hear where you're at. So- but it's just like that. And then I think the other thing that makes it awkward and... and Correct me if I'm wrong, Reagan, but we don't even know who this other guy is, really. (laughs) Like, they're walking through an art gallery. We know Cole Taylor, Mr. (laughs) I-apparently-hate-people-even-though-I-talk-to-them-every-day, is one of these guys. And the other guy is like,
0: like, who are you? Uh, Yeah, it's very... Well-dressed. It's very unclear. He's he's quite good-looking as well, though. Yes.
1: And he does get some diversity points, because we're pretty sure there's some (laughs) Pan-Asian,
0: Southeast-Asian influence... We don't know Yes, because he, he, he has d- a white name. He Exactly, Sha. as they do with everyone. But yes, he, he does appear to be half Asian of some sort, which, um, yeah, no, it's working for him. It's very yeah. nice.
1: But you can't force inspiration. Can't force it. No, because you're living large. That's right. Because you get tons of money. Your poor friend, who is ethnic of some value, <laughs> runs a gallery and can't pay his bills because your ass won't go take a picture. Because you're not inspired. That's
0: right. Anyway... So we go back to uh,
1: New
0: York City. New York City. And we've got these um 3 p.m. latte girls because again, yes. so here's We got this. to get our 3 p.m. <laughs> latte. That's right. With our pinky rings. You know <laughs> someone owns them. So, Bart <laughs> probably has a pinky ring. Oh my god, you and your pinky rings, that's another thing. So Alex, again, what we're learning about her is that her life is absolutely 100% scheduled and she is very fearful of things just even seems like common everyday things and they
1: blame her she blames her
0: parents yes she fell down the stairs when she was four because like, legit this is the story done this? girl I fell down the stairs like a month ago <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy I'm serious this people I don't have stairs people stop I'm in a ranch for a reason stop The presses. I was like, for real. Okay, my stairs are carpeted. I don't even know how I fell down the stairs, but I fell down the stairs good. So I have like, yeah, it's like you you can't fall down down the stairs bad if you're Reagan. There's (laughs) there's flavor all over this fall. (laughs) You know it. So my stairs are like, you know, it's like five stairs, and then the rest of the stairs going down. It's like a curve. They're angled. I, like, I don't know what was happening, but I just, like, <laughs> slipped off the top step so that I went down the first five steps and then somehow my body curved and kept going down the rest of the steps. I somehow you were stopped... You preparing
1: for this movie and <laughs> trying to do the ski <laughs> you? I doing.
0: I somehow grabbed onto the carpet and stopped myself so that I didn't actually land at the bottom of the stairs where there is hardwood and kill myself.
1: So... I can't believe... it's good. Like... I'm sure you got a bruise out of that.
0: No, actually, it was good, what? man. It's my athleticism. <laughs> Y'all should see her face. So, anyway, she fell down the stairs at four, and her parents sheltered her ever since. So that's why she doesn't take risks. Yeah. My God, like Dude, my this girl is like a 29 scar on now. His
1: chin because he ran into the side of a wall,
0: and I'm like. Have fun jumping off the stumps in the backyard. Yeah, Don't break a limb. Exactly. Like this is what my son has already broken his arm. Like my god, this is this no, is what benches are. <laughs> That's true. He did bend. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing. It's anyway. so weird. Um. So. She goes back to the office and see... Or no, she's there. Where there, I don't remember oh, where yet. they are, but that she sees Cole Taylor's photo. I, actually, I think they're just like walking down the street and she sees a photo that Cole Taylor took. And Cole Taylor, I mean, he's a, a pretty famous photographer guy. So she takes that as a sign that, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Cole Taylor's town, you know, where he lives and works and whatever. I'm going to find him. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, he's known to be reclusive. Robin.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: We'll start using reclusive or recluse it's, in... It's um, all in air quotes. Yeah, it's all air quotes. Extreme um, sarcasm. But this really bothers me. Right. <laughs> I can see this. So she decides that's what she's going to write about. She's going to go find him and she's going to write about him. Um, so she goes and tells her boss this. And this is where what Robin said. This is where her boss is like... Mm, I don't think you should really do this because number one, like you're not going to get to him. And, and I think it's really about the fact that he has no confidence that she's going to get to this person. So um, he says, instead, why don't you still go do that, but go do the extreme sports yourself and write about yourself. Right. Which is
1: awesome. Cause they're still sending her to freaking Colorado from New York city. Yeah. For a week. Like if someone would pay me, to go to Colorado and try to snowboard. Right. And me write some kind of hella funny article about how horrible that was.
0: (laughs) Great, I'm in it. Now if that's the angle you're gonna take, that's perfect. This though, this shit. So, (laughs) my whole thing with this is though, wow, really? Like, so you're gonna send home girl that is scared of everything, that she's just gonna all of a sudden be like, sweet, I'm gonna go speed skating, toboggan my ass off, and I'm gonna write about it, and I'm gonna write about how cool it was, and how I got over my fears. Like, that's a big leap to make for this woman who, because she fell down the stairs at four, has never done anything else in her life.
1: Okay, well, obviously, a lot of this is a big jump. <laughs> Literally, true, and figuratively, true. But I, mean, I see where you're going with this. Because I don't think she's going to get over her fear. Right. I think you have to approach it with humor. Mm Mm-hmm. Which my assumption is that the editor is probably like, you know, you're a cluster. (laughs) So just embrace it and use it to your advantage. But yeah, I mean, if they actually thought she was going to overcome anything. And and this is where it gets a little confusing because you feel like he's placating her in one sense.
0: Mm -hmm. But then
1: would he send her to Colorado?
0: Yeah. To placate somebody? This is clearly a work trip, seven days. I'd be
1: like, go to the extreme simulator <laughs> if I was placating. I'd be like,
0: why don't you imagine that you are speed do that skating? Whole,
1: like, skydiving thing where you're really in a tube, right? And they blow air at you. Like, I'm done with that.
0: Why don't you draw a picture of yourself on a ski yeah. slope? And
1: talk about how you're going to get over your fears that way. Because it's all a mental challenge.
0: So she adopts, <laughs> oh God. So, but anyway, she, they're go, they're sending her and she's going, so fine. So she adopts this um, mantra that her friend, you know, quote unquote friend, makes up. That's be a warrior, not a worrier. And you know what? I kind of like that. It's a little cheesy and lame, but at it's the same time,
1: because <laughs> every warrior is a warrior That's the whole freaking point.
0: But honestly, really, none of this is a thing. Not even to advance your writing career. <laughs> Sorry. No. Anyway, Mm-mm. so she calls her boyfriend, but as Robin points out to me, this is hilarious this because freaking ridiculous. She calls him like as she's le- as she is packing the car, like
1: the scene is her on the sidewalk dragging her bags behind her into a taxi, and she happens to be calling the boyfriend Barton <laughs> about how she's going to Colorado. First of all. Miss, I lived in New York before. Can you get flights that quick?
0: Girl, it is like she is leaving in, like, five minutes after she had this conversation with her boss.
1: She's wearing the same damn clothes. She is not prepared. And she's like, by the way, I'm leaving for a week to Colorado. I'm not inviting you along, even though I have a whole freaking cabin to myself. See you later.
0: Yeah, right. White boy. This must be the most bawling-ass travel agency to... Because, yeah, this... How did this would cost so much money for her to just call up American Airlines and get a flight like right now to Colorado from New York?
1: And if it's a week later, like, how do you not tell your boyfriend? Right. How have you not had this conversation? And I'm not a this is not about not getting asking. permission. No. Right? no, this is how do you not tell him? I'm going to be gone for a week. Yeah. Unless your relationship is so not close. Now, granted, she didn't know he was up for partner. So yeah. maybe. Yeah. But if she's calling mama Bitty, <laughs>
0: call me Biddy
1: Then she's, I'm just saying. Anyway.
0: Oh, I like Biddy already. Oh my god. Um, no, I don't. Um,
1: no. To me, the word biddy, like,
0: no, is like some you... old
1: white woman who has these crazy ass stories in a rocking chair on her front porch with yeah. some laced up iced tea. That's like, what you call, what like, a
0: mean old white lady, like a battle axe. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, like, the same thing. You know what I mean? people. <laughs> Teacher people, okay. oh, own that! I love it. So he does. Barton does try to talk her out of it with a trip to the Berkshires. Which he's a freaking chauvinistic piece of shit.
1: And you know what? Can we talk about misogyny here for a minute? <laughs> Have I brought this up before in any of these movies? No,
0: not at all. I've never heard you talk about it once. <laughs> all right, I'm but um, let it go. and I don't really. I don't think it was misogyny. I mean, I think it was light misogyny at work. Like I think it was sort of like a like a you know you're you're yes i think there are degrees right just like sexual harassment there are degrees but he does sort of you know it is like a like an undertone of of your job isn't important just come to the berkshires with me you know which Mm -hmm. okay listen i lived in connecticut i i've been to the berkshires like whatever you know what i mean like it's cool but it's not Extreme sports in Colorado, like, get the fuck out of here with that. All right, anyway, you better come up with something. You better say, like, let's go to Thailand or something, and I'll be like, okay.
1: (laughs) But she's just, it seems like she's just a yes woman. Yes. She has all these dreams, but she's just a yes woman. And, you know, I'll bring this up later, or in my notes is later, but I'll just bring it up now. We are, what, 20 minutes into the movie now? And we haven't met a fucked up parent. Right, yeah. We don't know anything about our parents, so... They could be dead for all we know. <laughs> all we know is that they sheltered her when she was little. But so they're not meddling. No. But at the same time, the way this the, this woman is written and the way she's acted yeah. makes you believe that she still lives with them. <laughs> I need
0: to calm down. What's hilarious to me about this is suddenly, I, I'm, maybe there's a commercial break, and then she's just in the car on the way to the resort. So there's no airport scene, there's no airplane scene. We just—it's almost as if they drove from New York to Colorado because Listen, she's just in this car.
1: She's a blonde white girl. No one thinks she's a terrorist. No one pulled her in some room. No one tried to. You know, She's not getting stopped from TSA. Anything she probably got a first class ticket cuz girl don't know how to sit in coach. <laughs> anyway, so she's in this car on the way to the resort. The car doesn't even get a flat tire. Like the car stops. They make you feel like there's a flat tire and then they pan out and the freaking axle on the car is bent. Yeah. Dude, that shit only happens if you drive over a freaking tree
0: or you hit a large
1: animal. Like your axle just doesn't bend. Anyway, it's gonna take like two hours where right. she
0: can walk the one mile. One mile. One mile. Not twenty, not eleven. <laughs> one mile. And this girl is like, she is beside herself to walk this one mile. Now I understand. She no, has got I a know. Su- no Please we, tell me. We, no. <laughs> I, I get that she has a large suitcase. She has a large suitcase and a handbag. Now she came to do Colorado extreme sports. Oh my gosh, this is She fun. is wearing a fucking leather jacket, like a thin leather, like jacket. like a thin thing. and a short leather jacket. It's not like mm-hmm. it's a leather coat with the belt. No,
1: because if she sees someone famous and or hot, she has to look the part.
0: And Robin swears she has heels on. I don't remember. Oh, she's wearing black heeled <sighs> boots. I like. I was just so just incredulous about this because I was just looking at she her like. The
1: part. No, again,
0: no woman does that exactly like every every woman i feel like if women for the most part now you know again we are we are moms but if you
1: we can (laughs) you know we can we can apply stereotypes too but on the whole but like you're prepared you know what i mean i feel like i have never gone even for one night without three outfits just in case exactly you have the sexy outfit just in case (laughs) You have that really nice outfit just in case, like right. you meet a diplomat or a movie star or something, you right? Have a
0: pencil skirt.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, pencil skirt and pumps. Yes, we have written that down. That is uh, Reagan School of Law, right there. That's right. You, if you listen. are a woman and you don't have a pencil skirt and pumps, you are doomed for failure. Absolutely. Um, you know, but you always have the casual outfit.
0: The, yeah, you have Your you favorite the pair work of jeans appropriate
1: that makes you feel really confident, mm-hmm. and then you have that really nice outfit for. Either something fancy or a date or something like that. And then, if you're going to a place like Colorado, you're definitely going to have your outerwear. And I was like this before I had kids.
0: Which includes boots and a coat. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) And you wear that shit. Like, who, like...
0: This girl. I can't. If
1: if leggings are in my packing in any way, shape, or form, and there's an airplane involved, the leggings are on my body when I'm in the airport. Because it's the only thing comfortable enough to fly in.
0: Absolutely. Unless
1: I could get, you know, one of those... Footy pajama things for adults (laughs) like a snuggie (laughs) yeah but like that didn't open in the back
0: yeah
1: i'd be totally wearing that on the airport
0: word yeah and reagan would never mention it. i would not know we don't know each other so here's the other thing she's a holy mess you are going to do extreme sports and you can't even walk a mile with some luggage i'm really concerned about you girl (laughs) really concerned about how this week's going to go for you. Because she is just the most... Like she her- throws like a temper tantrum. Oh, girl. I can't. Anyway. So, she's walking her mile, right? Because mm-hmm. you got to do it. And man drives by in a Jeep. Offers Gorgeous her a man. ride. Yes. Well, little do we know. This is Cole Taylor offering okay. her a ride. I bet you knew that, too. Anyway. Jeez. So- Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. So...
1: Well, here's the thing. The yeah. officer of the ride, and she's like, no, I don't know you. I'm not getting in the car with a strange man.
0: Right, right. And, the okay. whole murder thing. Yeah.
1: Again, <laughs> New York City. Okay. Yeah, I would not set foot in a stranger's car. Probably not even an Uber. But, Colorado, mm-hmm. if you're in heels and in a thin coat because you're an idiot, because we might have made a mistake. True. Women can make mistakes. And a hot-ass man... <laughs>
0: drives up and he's right you're going 1 mile see robin this is where you and i part ways because <laughs> i feel like it is easier to get murdered in colorado than in new york city i would probably. put i would put my life on that eh, put probably. my life on that i have i felt more safe in new york city than i have ever felt here in charlotte <laughs> really yes at night I'm walking around because <laughs> there's no well true there's nobody around you know like just the the absence of people is scary you know fair. what i mean fair enough. Gotcha. i'm saying and then mm-hmm. some some fine-ass dude in a car in colorado that's the person that'll murder you
1: <laughs> yes but Word. again as they point out he doesn't now granted i realize how stupid this sounds Go ahead. Because I teach against stereotypes, right? We're all humans. Humans are animals. Animals have instincts and we're supposed to whatever. Right visual cues. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> he did not look like he's going to kill her. Okay. Just. <laughs> I know, right? Because you can tell what a murderer looks like. I know. But it's one of those things. And we're all like
1: that. It's like our instincts don't pop up for someone that looks like that. Now, if he You're had right. the molestation mustache. <laughs> Which y'all know what I'm talking about. You can laugh. But when I say that, you all have the same picture of the same drawing of the white
0: guy with the crazy mustache that is molesting somebody. <laughs> true, true, true. But you know what? It's kind of like when we were talking about A Bride for Christmas where we had said if if like some not good looking guy came and stalked you at the dog shelter that you volunteer at, you'd oh. be like, oh, he's a stalker. He's crazy. I'm calling the police. I'm getting a restraining order. Yes. But it's the hot guy, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Word. All right. We're good. That's
1: what Hallmark would have us believe too. Yeah. So she throws a freaking fit too when she gets to the check-in desk.
0: She's just overly dramatic and stupid. Um, And she looks pretty fit to me. So she's clearly hitting the gym. Um, Or she's eating like a pretzel a day. The simulated mountain run. (laughs) That's
1: right. (laughs) That is her jam. That's it. This like real mountain air stuff. No. Air can't get in those lungs. That's right. I don't know what this is. This smells funny. (laughs) You're so crazy. It's called clean air. It's
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so true, dude. I only run inside. So she goes to the local ski store to sign up for the biking, the mountain biking, because um, that's supposed to be all levels, and she feels comfortable with that. Like that's a good starting. Yeah, place she for overhears
1: her. all levels. Yeah, and gets excited.
0: And this is where she meets Sarah, who works at the store. Yeah, and kind of becomes like a. Girlfriend. A, a girlfriendy type figure. <laughs> yes. Throughout this movie. Yeah. Just while she's in Colorado. When you have
1: the anxiety because all these people yeah. are around and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. No. It's always good to have that one person
0: Right. I know her name. Yeah. I mean this friendship is not really meant to last outside of Colorado, but this is her friend there. Five um, days. And even Sarah looks at her and kind of rolls her eyes at her leather jacket because she's like, You're not dressed correctly for where you are. Yeah. Let's, and help, you're gonna let's help, help you. you.
1: You're going to go mountain biking. Okay.
0: Yeah. So she's got to take a chairlift to do the mountain biking, though. <laughs> this Again, is a disaster. <laughs> this woman is a mess. Hot, hot mess. Can't do a chairlift. She's afraid of heights. So that's that's strike so, one with the extreme yeah, sports. Let's go up a mountain.
1: Like, when you're uh, scared of something, your senses are hyper. Right. Like, you know where everybody is in relation to you. You know how long it's going to take you to get up, down, this, there, blah, blah, blah. Correct.
0: She, like, flips out and wipes out all these people. This girl, she just she just ruins this chairlift for a whole group of people. <laughs> and it is a mess.
1: And it's stupid the way she does it because she could have just walked away. Yeah. But she, like, leans and hits the one person to one side and then leans and hits the other person to the other side. And she waits one wasn't too long.
0: Enough. Yeah, like, you see the chairlift going, like, why don't you just step to the side? Like, and she ugh. weighs all of, what, 50 pounds wet? I don't know.
1: I don't So know. she can knock over all these people.
0: No. So, um, Cole ends up helping her up from... Because she fell all down because and everything.
1: Because he's, he's the reclusive guy in the woods who just happens to hang out around the spiela. She's walking the bike. That's right. Dude, again. The tires on these bikes are so I know you thick. got to work, so you're doing some Hallmark movie to get your name out there. But any self-respecting woman who takes a role where part of the movie is you get trying to get on a bike and can't pedal because something's locked and you can't figure out how to pedal a bike, girl, we gotta talk.
0: You gotta be like, listen... You cannot graduate middle school without knowing how to freaking pedal a bike. Like, I really like all this, all these lines that I'm gonna say, but can we change this one part of the script? Because yes. this doesn't make any damn sense to me. Can I get stuck on ice and fall
1: over... Can I not be the idiot that doesn't know how to pedal a bike? Correct. With, like, seven-inch tires. I mean, the tires on this bike are ridiculous, and it looks hella
0: fun. It looks really fun. I would be like, yeah, let's do I'm that. totally, down let's for totally that. Let's totally do that. But, yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, as... I gotta get off the high
1: horse. About it's okay.
0: Okay. So, as they are um, walking these bikes or on the bike, whatever... Cole's like, okay, you're fine, great, because he can't wait to get away from her. So he hops on his bike and starts riding off. And then somebody, like one of the town members, <laughs> you know, says, "Oh, hey, Cole!" And he's like, "Oh, yeah. hey." So because she's he like lives in a cabin in the woods and no one knows him. That's right. He's Unabomber, but not really. So, <laughs> like, she's like, "Oh my gosh, that's Cole Taylor." Then he must be Cole Taylor. Yes, he is. Um, so this is where I need to break in because, again, we have you a movie. With this freaking music! Oh my god, it is
1: not nearly as bad as
0: Christmas I call it a country snow melody. I don't know. I wish what I, that, I it, wish it, I had no. taken recordings of the music because, dang it, that would have been they so do you good. Do play a lot of country music? And we yes. have a lot of country references in here. So yeah, yeah. it's like ding 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 ding, but it's not like that. It's not that fast. <laughs> it's it's like ding 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 ding. It's like something like that, you wow. know. <laughs> This
1: has been Music 101 with Reagan Love Campbell. <laughs> That's your country snow melody. But there's a difference between the country snow melody yeah. and the
0: country Christmas melody. Yes, there absolutely is. Different. And the autumn melody. <laughs> it's totally different. There'll be a Valentine's one, I'm sure. So, yeah, so, you know, he takes off. So uh, Blondie goes to see Grumpy Cat. Yes, she does.
1: That is my affectionate names for them at this point. Yeah, Blonde and Grumpy he kind Cat.
0: Of, he looks kind of like
1: Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Google Grumpy Cat. He does. And he kind of has the same... <laughs> same <she> eyes. <laughs> but she walks into this gallery, because she finds out which gallery he shows his art in. Mm-hmm. Even though he hasn't had any in two years, because he's just this poor, lonely soul. Yeah. And finds the the guy that owns the gallery that's hoping Cole takes one frickin' photograph (laughs) so he can make some money. Please take one picture, Cole. Please, just one. And goes up to this guy like, I know you, you know, I snubbed you when you offered to drive me to the resort, and I know that um, I let you help me up, and you saw me wipe out this whole chair thing, and then I told you I didn't need any help because I could ride a stupid bike and then couldn't ride it but obviously I need help and my job depends on this and I need a favor. And even though I don't really know you,
0: my whole dream in life depends on you because you're a recluse. So what you have just heard right now is the friggin' amount of oversharing that she did in this art gallery to this virtual stranger that she is now stalking. Completely stalking. (laughs) Because now that she knows he's Cole Taylor. Okay. I'm in for another bit of real talk. God, the oversharing.
1: If you're a reclusive person, do you think someone can stop you without you knowing it? <laughs> Dude, you got video cameras? You got shit wired. Yeah. No one's coming near you. Nope. Just saying. Yeah, he, like, but... For they're a copy it- editor? You were doing a piss poor job at understanding the English language.
0: <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty anyway,
1: good. he eventually agrees. His partner... Kind of talks him
0: into it, you know. Yeah, you got nothing else to do, and it's this. Oh, for it, girl, Reagan gets up on this. I get so up on the freaking <coughs> on the freaking mansplaining, I can't take it. So at this point, he offers to help her, and she offers to help him because she finds out that you know he's not so good with the people. <laughs> And there's a Christmas, what is it? It's like a, um, a benefit that he has to host at his art gallery. And he's got to do like a meet and greet. For
1: the nonprofit he runs, even though he doesn't like people.
0: For his dead mother. <laughs> For
1: his dead mother, which we'll not find the, out about later. Not
0: that dead moms are funny, but uh, in Hallmark, it kind of is. Because it's kind of a staple. Because there's always a dead. There's a someone dead. So, But anyway. there's only one dead person. So, yes. In this one, just one dead. And he's
1: not grumpy just because of the dead people.
0: Her parents might be dead, though. But we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But she's not grumpy. You yeah, so it's <laughs> so we think maybe they're not. They live somewhere Sorry. in the Berkshires. Mad respect, mad respect to because yes. my parents
1: are dead and I will be a mess.
0: Exactly, same here. So, okay, they are offering to help each other. Okay, mm-hmm. but his whole thing is like, I'll help you as long as you play by my rules, and he's all stern and pater- but like paternalistic, like a mansplaining douche. Like, first yeah. of all, dude, like. Don't come at me like that, bro. Like, if, I, like, this is not you're just helping me and, I, like, I'm not giving you anything in return. I am also helping you with your meet and greet. So, yeah, that's fine, I guess, as long as you play by my rules when it comes to your stupid meet and greet. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm so over this guy already at this point in the yeah. movie that he's just like, and there's a lot of friggin' mansplaining that he does in this movie, and I can't, it's not even just mansplaining, it's just like, it's it's just blank splaining. Like he thinks he knows everything. He's the expert on everything. He's teaching her to do everything because he's Mr. <sighs> Mountain Man. So paternalistic. I can't take and it. And
1: she's sheltered.
0: She's sheltered blonde. Yeah, sheltered, sheltered blonde. Blonde girl who's like twelve inside.
1: But I think had she been prepared, she had would have been able to shove it back in his face and been right. like, "Okay, playa, <laughs> let's break it up." Exactly. Let's you haven't taken a picture for two freaking years. Right. Let's talk about who has the issues. Exactly. Because right? you
0: have photographer's block, which doesn't exist. <sighs> oh my god. Okay, so the whole thing is they're meeting the next day. Um, and he's taking her on a helicopter. So she's freaked out that she's going on a helicopter.
1: Oh my gosh, because he talks about like the most extreme thing ever. She <sighs> immediately lips and tries to find excuses out of it
0: right he's like oh we're gonna go ice climbing and ice climbing and paragliding or something like that and she's like oh my god are we really gonna do that and he's like no and i'm like oh you're fucking hilarious like (laughs)
1: like get over it he does take her though to go get gear yes because at this point everything that reagan and i have been screaming at the television (laughs) for the last 15 minutes has been obvious to everybody else but here, and here's where I get mad at the writers of this movie for being misogynistic in a sense, or that, that, that the paternal mansplaining douchiness. It's it's this. Okay, let's get her the gear because she obviously doesn't know what she wants to do, and all she's going to do is complain about the color.
0: Yes. Oh gosh. Did they have I can't, that in orange, I can't wear orange or whatever? Or can't no wear orange? orange. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Do you want to die? <laughs> Or not.
0: Do you want ice burn all over your skin? Do you want not? frostbite? Yeah. Do you want hypothermia? Then get a fucking jacket. It doesn't matter what color it is. And
1: put on you some idiot. damn boots.
0: Like real boots. <laughs> and then what's funny
1: too. And she looks freaking amazing and all this stuff. So really just shut up about the yeah, damn Honestly it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Every it,
1: dimple in my ass is going to show with those
0: clothes. The other piece is that. Like, why can't he just send, like, why can't he just say, listen, show up tomorrow with these, like, four things that you need. Like, some boots, a coat, like, this and that, you know, some thermals, like, whatever. Because no, no, no. She's a Reagan. Yes, it's gotta be, like, this sugar daddy, you know, takes her shopping at the store. Like, I just don't understand so he can why it has to be like that.
1: <laughs> because she doesn't just overshare. He, like, way overasks.
0: About Barton.
1: <laughs> About, yeah, Barton. Because, you know... She's such a mess, which I do have to say, he does say, we gotta fix this, and references her whole body at this point, because she's in, I think she's still in the black heels. Oh,
0: jeez, please. And, like,
1: the leather jacket and all, and I did have to say, I'm 100% with him there. But he does take it to a douchey level.
0: He does, he does. I love it,
1: but he's just like... You know, you're such a mess, and you can't do anything right, blah, yep. blah, blah, but let me ask you 50 million questions about your boyfriend. Right. Because that's the only value you have. Right. Is if you're attached to a man.
0: And he even made fun of Barton's name, what is he, a lord? <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah. That is such a weird name. It, it, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Barton's then, is the
1: name of the orchard, like where I grew up. Oh, so it's, it's a last name, and it's like an old white farming last name. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just How not it feels the yeah. the vineyard vine man.
0: <laughs> um, the chaps. As they're climbing, we learn that. Um, so as he's over asking about all these things about her, he explains that he is single by choice, which of is course. acceptable in Hallmark terms because for oh, men, for, of course, he's a good-looking. You know, attractive man. Attractive nope. man who's talented, he's used a photographer and he's an extreme sports expert. Of course he's single by choice. That is his choice. That is his option And haven't we been doing this on Hollywood for like, yeah what? 70, 80 years? It's so gross. Um, what else would we expect, right? Because yes. no woman is single by choice.: A uh, hell no. But every man who's single is, of course, See, single by choice. It's I not because he can't find a person who wants to be with him because he's grouchy. And mansplaining douchey. Oh, completely. It's because
1: Who he doesn't
0: need anyone and he doesn't want anyone until he's ready and he decides.
1: Well, and if it takes him two years to get freaking inspiration, my gosh, what must the dinner table conversation be like? All <laughs> ridiculous. Oh my but gosh. But here's the thing like, going along with that. So, single mom, no man. I'm a huge disappointment in Hallmark World. Am I single by choice? Probably. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> depends on the day. Depends on the
0: day. Anyway, you're just fine.
1: At this point, I do have to say um, she does this weird fall. They go rock climbing. Yeah. And, like, she's so excited that she gets to the friggin' top, which, by the way, she does not get to the top. No, she didn't get to the top. There's no ringing of the damn bell at the top. No. And I see people her-
0: climb higher than them.
1: Yes, like, as they're talking. But, you know, we're idiots, so we don't notice these things. Because we're all lonely, horrible, Yeah, we're single just... women that are crying into our tissues as we're watching this, hoping that we can find a grumpy cat of our own. <laughs> but she, like, he tells her she has to fall down, which everyone knows you have to do, rock climbing. Yes. Once you get to the top. You
0: repel. That's the actual word, is you repel <laughs> down the wall. <laughs> they repel Christ.
1: holding hands like oh, a pathetic couple. So sad. And, I mean, the only thing that was missing was the matching pillows at this point. <laughs> and... They get to the bottom and it's like she kind of lands and then falls. And it was the most awkward, stupid thing mm-hmm. that you know that she probably went to do it the right way and then realized that she had to do it the wrong way because she's supposed to be a stupid jumble on they can't
0: do anything. Right. So she yes. gives the girl a break. Give Don't this forget to fall. Don't forget to fall at the end <laughs> because you're pathetic. So yada, yada, we learn that he, not only is he smoking hot, but he is a philanthropist, uh, you know. Loves kids. Loves kids. He's got a whole foundation. Again, his mother, that's, so we're all supposed to be in love with him now, right? Yeah, because his dead
1: mom set this out because she liked to volunteer.
0: Yes. He is a winter wear sugar daddy. He is an extreme sports (laughs) expert. (laughs) You know that's a hashtag, girl. (coughs) And now he is also raising money for the poor. So And,
1: it's, you know, so he talks a little bit about him. She talks about her. She's always wanted to go to Africa. And, of course, it's the same place he's always wanted to go. Victoria Falls. Victoria Falls. Falls. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, granted, it's one of those, like, amazing places that mm-hmm. a lot of people probably want to go to. But can we please just cut the
0: shit? Right. Yeah. That's very specific to have in common. So they go to lunch, and again, this is just like another uh, stereotype slip, or oh gosh, I don't even know. This is like a feminine face palm, I guess. But she fussily orders this turkey burger, and it's like... You I slept know. through this part. I oh, did you? It up. I don't remember it at all. She doesn't want, you know, she doesn't want this on it, she doesn't want that on it. Oh, is it organic? She even asks. And it's like... Lady, just order a friggin' sandwich. Like, whatever you're doing. This is why blonde white people have problems.
1: Well, I mean... Because people think that we're all gonna ask these stupid questions. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's organic or not, because right now I'm in Colorado, I'm fucking hungry. Right! And you're gonna throw me down a hill at some point. I just Give don't. me something with fat on it so that I can bounce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. And of course, though, because he's the guy... He just orders a burger with everything on it, you know? And, you know, I guess we're just supposed to believe that he's, like, fucking shredded. (laughs) But he eats all these burgers, all these fatty burgers with, like, cheese and mayo or whatever. Like, I'm just trying to figure it out.
1: (laughs) Man, straight up, 3,000 crunches a day.
0: But you know, yes, because I was going to say, if he takes his shirt off, homeboy is shredded. And you (laughs) know that. You know that. Yeah. Anyway, so. we We hope that. So they do some work talk. She talks about her boss, and I laugh at this because I totally forgot about this last time. But when we, when I put this in the Instagram, I actually the the video that they take from Hallmark to kind of tease the movie is this part of the is this part of the movie. And so they're talking about work, and she's like, oh, "I just feel like I have to, you know, prove myself to my boss," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yeah, that's kind of what a job is, <laughs> right? Like." Yeah like you have a boss and like maybe it's not what you're doing every single moment of every day yeah. but I mean that is sort of the essence of working is that well, like it's... you're trying to prove your value maybe it's not just to your boss it's to the people who work for you it's to the people that you work with it's it's all around but you gotta keep up the pace yeah but
1: but not even that I mean I'm gonna take this a step further
0: what if, is if, a job if, if I can
1: yes I don't think that everyone feels like they need to prove themselves every single day at their job like to actually have it but this isn't even her, like, proving that she deserves her job. Because i are interviewing for a new fucking job. That's exactly the point. So you true. do have to prove yourself. That is so true. Because That's if cringe. your resume has no writing on it and you apply for a writing job, guess what? You ain't it.
0: I just feel like I have to prove myself to my boss. Like, like yes. I tell him I
1: can't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning even though the office opens at 8. And I just feel like he's just, he just doesn't get
0: me. <laughs> And I know I'm supposed to be at work by 9, but, like, I walk in with my Starbucks at 9.15. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he look at me like that? Starbucks
1: doesn't have until mine. The one by my <laughs> Okay. I mean,
0: fucking real. Right. So,
1: um, I put, I'm totally jumping ahead, but just because this is my favorite note that I put. Mm. Hallmark, a garden man with a dead parent. <laughs> G, Hallmark. G. How original.
0: Yeah, we've never seen that before. No. Not in any of these movies. No. So, <clears throat> the next morning, they're supposed to to meet uh, pretty early, and she gets a wake-up call from him at 7.22. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, it's and she... 7.22? My will... kidney has already been kicked by my five-year-old, like, at least six times. Told, Dude, 7.22, we're out the door. Like, we have been oh, out honey. the door for, like, seven minutes. So... I wish. My whole thing is, like... Do you not work a normal job? Because the way she rolls over at 7:22 to answer the phone is like she was not about to get up for another three hours. Like it is the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> like he called her at 4 a.m. Like let's get going. <laughs> it was not that. I'm totally like that. I don't think I'm quite that bad. That being said, this is yeah. You have to understand heat this. My was not on this
1: morning. And therefore I was still under my covers until five minutes before I had to get up and get out of
0: here. You have to understand this about Robin and I. <coughs> I'm
1: not a morning person.
0: We have you- a very different idea of like- Early. Of early, yes, absolutely. Like I was texting you this morning. So when I texted you, I was at Publix this morning. Oh, I know. At like eight or whatever it was I, was totally I texted you. I was totally in bed,
1: completely comfortable. And Reagan sends me this text message of cookies at a store. And I'm like-
0: Hot cocoa Oreos. Yeah, who
1: is at the store at 8.30 in the
0: morning? I'm not a communist. <laughs> Well, I
1: know that the whole time Reagan's texting me, she knows I'm still in bed.
0: Yeah, I totally. I like. I was thinking she just wrote "lol" because she was like, <laughs> yeah, half
1: awake. <laughs> I was actually awake. Ryan That's was, I think, sitting on me at that moment. Very good. Um, but I will point out that yes, Reagan at one point had told me, you know what. You're just going to be one of those mom friends that I can't call for an early movie.
0: Yeah, no. And at first I was really offended. And then I'm like, why am I offended? Because I'm not going to be awake. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally fine. This being said, I will be awake until 2 a.m. Very good. <clears throat> yeah, see, yeah, she's a night owl and I'm not really. So I'm a, I'm an early morning person. Robin's a night owl. Yeah. So <clears throat> we can skip through, like, the next hour of this movie. No, totally. But he does start, con- like, country-splaining to her at this point, though, about how, like, her city mentality and needing everything instantly. And like, he doesn't put his personal life on social media and he takes pics because he has to.
1: No, but, the, but that's what she does. Like she's freaking out the whole time. She's going to go on the zip line thing. She's like, Oh my gosh, is it safe? Oh my gosh, is it safe? Girl, do you think that resort would still be open yeah. if someone died on that shit? <laughs> no one's going to die. If someone's going to die, no one's going to insure it and right. they're not going to have a business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Bad
1: business deal. Absolutely. No one's going to invest in that.
0: No, not once.
1: I'm scared, but I'm still going to do it. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to count to ten, yeah, or twenty, or however long it takes me.
0: Yes, yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> but I'm going to have fun doing
0: anyway. So they do and, a bunch of this crazy stuff. They do a bunch of crazy stuff. They they zip line, mansplain, um, they mansplain, do, mansplain. Yeah, they do rope. Uh, they eyes. do like a rope walk thing, a rope bridge, and she's all freaked out. Um he starts like writer splaining to her at some oh point gosh. about what she needs to do for her readers to really believe she's faced her fears and I'm just like, Okay, now you're now you're also a fucking writer. Like, no, you're not actually you're a photographer because you can't write. Right, and you're a photographer who can't take pictures. So actually I'm not, not really anything. sure that you should be saying anything to anybody right now. <laughs> but here you are. Fucking writer splain to me. Can't take you, dude.
1: Well and I think one of the funniest things in this is when they do go across this bridge, she's terrified to go across this bridge. Mm-hmm. And 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 you had pointed out, Regan, that he says he's going to be there with her. Like, that's going to
0: make it better. Like, if I'm falling off this bridge and dying, it ain't going to help me that you're dying next to me. Well, and then he proceeds to walk 10 feet behind her. <laughs> yep, or I'm going to be here the whole her. way. In or her. in front of her. And just in right. her way. And I'm like, okay, if I'm doing
1: this, and I will do it, Now, you back over there. Don't even look at me because I'll be embarrassed if I do something stupid.
0: But I will run you down. get off the
1: bridge because you are in my fucking way. I need to get over this in five seconds before I lose my nerve and or be myself. Exactly.
0: Get out of my way. So, this is good. So, they've done all these things. It's great. Um... You know, and at the end of it, he starts like snapping all these photos of her because you know she's got these great reactions after she's done like the rope bridge and the zip lining I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I'd it's be totally, totally cool. Proud of myself, even oh, though absolutely. I'm not as pathetic. Yeah, and I think this is where the love starts to come in, right? Because he's inspired. Yes, he's seeing her. And he's dumb taking woman these that photos. He needs to save. Yes, of course. Um Yeah, his ego is totally pumped up at this point. So, um, but then Barton calls and ruins the moment and and whatever. So we leave there. At this point, I'm just really tired of him knowing everything. You know, he's an expert in rock climbing, cliff diving, skiing, photography. I'm like just rolling my eyes completely about this. And then they end up at at a bar
1: getting dinner. Right? Was this before or after? The meet and greet. Because they keep bringing up the... She keeps bringing up the meet and greet and trying to talk to him about what his issues are. And here's the thing that I wish they played up a little bit more in his personality. Mm -hmm. Is the fact that they make her out to be like this scared... A scaredy cat who's scared of absolutely everything because she's been sheltered. And he has to (laughs) be the big man and come along and help, help her. But he is the exact same way. It's just he's... Not that way about, you know, ziplining. He's that way about interacting with people. Yeah. Like, reclusive? No. Socially awkward? Completely. Because mm-hmm. he's scared of those connections. But one-on-one, he seems to be okay. Right. He knows Sarah. Like, they apparently... Who knows? I thought... I was really hoping that they had dated at one point and she had, like, a really bad tiny dick story or
0: something. <laughs> but that never came out. No. It didn't. What, um, we, what does happen, though, is the boss calls. Oh my gosh, the boss calls. Which I wish I remembered his name. But anyway, um, but he, he's not the blurry black person. He's the actual black person that they show in the movie. He is the <laughs> editor-in-chief of this in chief of, of travel, this travel magazine. magazine. Yeah. So she tells him that she's actually found Cole Taylor, which he is like, what? You found Cole Taylor? So now inside of this whole feel-good shit about writing about herself, <laughs> he's like, Duh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dump that bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> need to write about Cole Taylor. <laughs> So, of because course, that's gonna sell magazines. Exactly, of course, we get it, right? And so now she's got to kind of like figure out. Of course, this is the dilemma, right? And there's always got to be the thing that's gonna it's drive them apart near him. the yeah. So there's always got to be the dri- thing that drives them apart at the, near the end of the movie, which is she's got to kind of like do this betrayal thing where she's finding mm-hmm. out information about him and she's actually writing about him, but she's not told him that at all. Yes.
1: Though I will point out and. I do like that they've given her some kind of integrity in this movie. When her boss is making this claim that she has to change everything, she does try to say, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. She actually does try. She does try. Um, and I think that she does plan to tell him. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. So we're back into this, yes. uh, for a little bit. And, at this point, guys, I'm just saying, there's. she does a couple of sports. The scenery is killer, so everyone should go to wherever they filmed this, and so not where they said it was going to happen. And they end up in some country bar, and they end up dancing, yeah. because, of course, he knows how to two-step. Like, yes. every man
0: in Colorado. Wait, 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 but the meet-and-greet is before this. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yes, because they celebrate at the bar after the meet and greet. Yeah. So just a couple things on this meet and greet, right? Cause this is at least the one time where she gets to be helpful to him. So let's just talk about yeah, it real quick. Three and a half minutes <laughs> of the movie. It was so three and a half minutes. And then the rest of the movie was him fucking mansplaining to her everything. about everything in her life that she needed to do differently. Anyway. So at this meet and greet, He's gotta like you know, so it's an art gallery, right? So it's a big, open, spacious thing. There's all these different people there because he's trying to raise money for this charity that he's you know the for head kids. of for kids, right? Which is awesome for winter camp because that exists. Right. <laughs> and maybe he does. I mean, geez, Robin, if you didn't go to winter camp, I don't know what happened to you. <laughs> um, I was in school, right? Getting an education. <laughs> education. That's right. I was getting educated. So. Yeah, and you know I don't ski, so um, although I've been a couple times, but it's not something I do. So like this meet and greet, he doesn't smile at anyone.
1: No, there. Is, well, there's no meeting and greeting. <laughs> That's true. I, okay, I'm gonna set the
0: you. He does not y'all. have a personal conversation with one person. <laughs> when you say
1: meet and greet, right? If someone says meet and greet. You're gonna you're gonna buy something, right? You're gonna. I don't know, spend three hours listening to a, t- a radio station to get a meet and greet. You're going to silent auction. You are going to put time. You are going to invest in this because mm. this person you admire or you like something that they do. So you are investing in this and you want your meet and greet.
0: Or you're going to just walk around and talk to people. That's also, that's also a meet and greet.
1: <laughs> sure. You know, uh, hug a baby, hold a hand. Shake a hand, right? Take a fucking selfie in a movie that premiered in 2018, right? Like these are the things we expect in a freaking meet and greet. No, this Mister Part Asian man walks into the middle of his gallery, his gallery, mind you. Diversity man owns this gallery. White guy got to pay his <laughs> diversity bills. That's the whole thing. <laughs> he goes in thanks for thanks for you know coming to this charity event and you know here's the man of honor cole taylor who is standing off to the side and she's like pumping him up by doing nothing except like two thumbs up and you know pats him on the shoulder he walks into the middle thank you for coming i care about kids you should too give me your money see you later peace out and then he walks back next to the safety net of of some column or something. Blondie. Blondie in a column holding the building up. That's what they do best. And then like people mill around. I gotta tell you, if I put money to get a meet and greet like that, I'll buy the little kids their own whatever they need. But give me my money back.
0: Yeah. He spoke to no one. There was no contact. <laughs> no eye contact he didn't turn around there were people behind it, like nothing he didn't smile he didn't even talk about his charity like he didn't even really talk we don't about even know like, what it is we don't <laughs> i don't even know what it's called we don't know what it's called we don't know what they do we don't know who they support our winter camp which is weird we don't know what goes on at the winter camp we don't know if these kids are skiing, if they are ziplining, if they are flying off of a fucking mountain. We don't know if it's, <laughs> What's you know, going for on. kids with cancer, if it's for disabled
1: kids, if it's for yeah, for like kids uh, that are too stupid to go to school. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Apparently, though, it is a grooming camp for chauvinistic <laughs> manslayers. on that note she's tapped out Like so out okay Uh so so to celebrate to celebrate they're gonna go two-stepping and of course there's a contest there because he's too scared to talk to people and she's too scared to do anything so of course they're gonna two-step in front of a bar
0: and they're gonna win that is the most that's the most incredible part of this whole stupid freaking bar scene is that they go to the bar to have dinner they order steak dinners right and then they decide they're gonna go dance because like oh let's go two step ha 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 so they get out there we well, have to they- I mean
1: if you order a steak <laughs> you order
0: steak and there are peanuts on the ground you gotta go two step I got guess you to it's part of it so they go there, they start. I don't know they, how to two-step. I don't. <laughs> but I know the electric slide, and that's, that's gotten me pretty far in my life. <laughs> so they get out to the dance floor. I have a feeling it's not that different. They get out to the dance floor, and um, they two-step for about, uh, seriously, 27 seven. seconds. <laughs> 27. Yeah, okay. A 27 time. seconds. And then a slow song comes on. Of course. So then they start dancing Awkwardly slow, dancing. Slow, you know, because obviously they just feel now compelled that they've got to. Oh, uh, uh, personal ew, space. Oh, okay, let let's it. slow dance. Let me in. Yeah, <laughs> get up in this. Yeah. So they're slow dancing, and he's all robotically talking to her like he always does, and then talking to her. Yeah, yeah talking at her. Yeah, <laughs> it's really what it is. And then at some point, the mu- like they announce that the music, you know, the music stops, and they start announcing that. There's been a contest that we do nothing about, and these two idiots have won the contest. Yeah, but not not
1: YouTube idiots. Hey, you in the back, and they can't say "Hey, you white guy" because, of course, everyone's white in Colorado. And why does I mean, really?
0: Why does no one at this bar know that he's
1: Cole Taylor? They all know. They all know. <laughs> it would it would blow
0: his whole recluse cover. There you go. Who's the crazy guy in the back in this bar? He's recluse. Everywhere else in town, everybody knows him. <laughs> not nah, okay. Total socialite. He is not in hiding at all. This guy—it's like we we think he's in the witness protection program, where you would think, but he is clearly not at all. No,
1: but I mean, just he's—you're right. Robotic, great word. Yep. His laughing is so awkward. Oh, it's terrible. That it just makes me
0: hurt. Okay.
1: And then. That's bad. So she hasn't told him yet that her editor wants to... Oh, my God. Reagan's, like, totally... Because I'm getting ready
0: to say, Barton! 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 If you don't
1: understand where we're going with this...
0: Where just Google... Google... Google Martin. It was a show in, what, early 2000s? Like, the early 90s. No, I think it was, like, mid-90s. Mid-90s, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Martin Lawrence. He had a lot and of, the like... theme song. Purple suits and stuff. <laughs> they lived in Detroit. They all kinds of crazy. Pam and Tommy and Cole. Gina. Gina. <laughs> and Shananae. Where is Shename? I want her to come out in this movie. It She'd be like, no, you didn't. <laughs>
1: anyway, Martin it was okay. a great show. So funny. Um, But she still hasn't told Cole about what her editor said and they're all like flirty Mm -hmm. and they're close now because they've been dancing and the pheromones are going but of course pheromones in Hallmark land means you might have gotten close to getting a kiss. (laughs) And he drops her off at her, what is it? Not even at her cabin. It's like a resort. they go to the the lobby. Yeah, they're
0: in the lobby. Yeah.
1: And he walks in and and (laughs) Barton!
0: Barton shows up, unexpectedly, obviously. Now, what's hilarious, she Reagan looks... totally put her finger in the air. Yeah, did. Hello. This girl, Alex, she looks so pissed that Barton Straight is up.
1: there. She totally looks like her boyfriend just cock-blocked her. She t- <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: exactly how she looks. She's like, what the fuck, I'm not getting laid tonight. I mean, I mean, hi,
1: Barton. In the nicest, classiest New York City way ever.
0: Not just in nice. my...
1: Redneck slightly.
0: And then, and then Barton, like, he was already on her shit list. Then he says something like, which I don't even know how he knows, because I don't even think she's said three words to Barton since she's been at this damn ski lodge. But like, he goes, oh, is this the guy you're writing about? And then she's, so the jig is up. He has basically dimed her out to Cole that... He that he's the subject of her article, or that she's writing about, because of course he's thought this whole time that she's writing about herself or whatever in her experience. Because he's been really... mansplaining the wrong thing this
1: whole time, and now he feels like an idiot. Oh my gosh, I'm a fraud, and they know it.
0: That's right. Ah. So, um, so that also puts <laughs> I just her on the outs with Barton. This bothers me about the writing. But she still goes to bed with him anyway.
1: <laughs> so Barton shows up. And they have to have him checking in and asking for the VIP suite. Oh, they,
0: like, they, did we need like really?
1: I'll
0: have the VIP. Like that's the other thing. He he's he's like the the classy he knows, sleazeball. He knows she's staying there. Why wouldn't he just call her and be like, "Hey, I'm here"? Because he wanted to surprise her. Because but, of what was coming next. But why do you need another room, Barton? <laughs> yeah that would be weird now she's got to move all of her shit out of the room she's already into the vip suite see i wouldn't do that i'd be like you know what have fun snoring i just i'm, I'm gonna like, go get some shut eye there's just no because 7
1: comes so damn early okay
0: you're that's true <laughs> for some of us it does all right so the next day yes barton's we're, like we're gonna we're gonna go do something fun guess what it is like she's like and you know what i fucking don't like guessing games (laughs) put my finger in there again i I hate hate guessing don't you hate that's a capricorn thing girl get it (laughs) in case you don't know robin and i share a birthday which is hilarious put that on our instagram page but anyway so if you were on that you would know yeah um so if this is a surprise get on our instagram page happily never after pod instagram um but plug
1: yeah, Shameless.
0: I don't like guessing games. Like, just tell me what we're doing. I don't. I don't want to guess. It could be a million different things. Because Dallas does this just... to me all the time. Mommy, guess, guess, and oh, guess, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but stresses me out. But
1: okay, so my son Guess what? What, right? Could be anything. You're, you're supposed to guess, mommy. And I'll say, I don't know. Santa Claus is coming early. He's like, mommy, this is not the right guess. And then he proceeds to tell me what I was supposed to guess the whole time.
0: Dude, at least he tells you. Dals will be like, guess what, guess what number I'm thinking about. She's
1: guessing all these things. And Bart's like, no, we're going to go on a carriage ride. Because that's not something we can do in New York fucking city.
0: <laughs> he made it sound like it was going to be the most interesting thing. So she's like, oh, we're going to go. You know, repelling. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. This or that. She guessed or... all these extreme sports things because now she's all extreme sports. What? What? <laughs> Straight up. Which I'm eye rolling at because like she just got there like five days ago. Those are her peeps. Yeah. So anyway, so they so get they on this, this carriage. Ride. They get on this carriage ride and like guys, y'all. The scene is pathetic. Yeah, it's Everything pretty. It, it's pretty sad. He
1: proposes. Yep. In the most unromantic way. Dry. Yeah. <laughs> dry ass proposal there's a carriage and there's a ring
0: because obviously she should just want to jump to marry him because he's there's a ring you know partner in his firm now and he's shown up there basically so that's all he needs i don't even
1: know if we see the ring because typically we do
0: yeah because that's all a
1: woman really wants anyway exactly um we've talked about that but she's like you know i just i just think that you should want to marry someone who makes you happy which all sounds good this is the calmest Breakup ever because she's like all this. I just, I just, you know, I care about you, but I just, you should be with someone who's on fire with you. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. she'll Even think we're right for each other. He has no idea yeah. what
0: on fire means. I don't think he's ever been there. But she's
1: like, she's like, I just, I think it's time for us to separate. You know, go our separate ways or whatever. And he's just like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, she says something like, like, "What? We're? I think we're just not right for each other." And he goes, "Yeah, maybe we're not." And that was it. That's it. It was that low key. That is the lowest key breakup. Cole
1: still won't talk to her. She gives him a note. She goes back to New York City. Yes. Big shock here. <laughs> she wins. She gets her dream job, which I do have to say, at least girl gets her dream job. Yes. Without having to sacrifice her integrity.
0: Yeah. No. Even though she sells Jumblatt. Yeah. Or for Um, the man, like she doesn't have to, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Although we don't really know where this is going, but anyway.
1: So she wins. Which is fine. She wins, and because she does, basically she's like, I think it's great that I won, but I don't have Cole's permission to print this, right? so I don't feel comfortable. And Mm -hmm. so her integrity does win out here, and I have to say hurrah for that. Yeah editor's like yeah i've already talked to him he's cool and he sent all these pictures and he sent all the pictures he took of her which is like okay so cute you got a douchebag misogynist (laughs) and a dumbass blonde and yet your heart melts and you're like oh they're gonna make pretty babies i mean this is what we all do because our ovaries take over at this point absolutely yeah
0: so she heads back to colorado yes (laughs) and what Ends up happening, which is a very cool move, is that she goes back to Colorado and she, you know, since she had won the first class ticket, she actually got her work to put the first class ticket in his name so that he could go to Victoria Falls and see the elephants yeah
1: because it was his story yeah she just wrote it very cool
0: very very cool and this is and then he's
1: all like sweet and like well we can turn this first class
0: ticket into two coach tickets and we can go together because now we're in
1: love
0: (laughs) yes and then they just have kind of that robotic kiss and i mean it was all right guys it's
1: straight up like boring like I slept through half this movie. I don't know how I have notes. So let's oh, go and through it. Oh, our...
0: but he says I'm I'm head over heels in love with you in a very robotic way, and that's kind of how it ends. <laughs>
1: it is kind of how it ends. It's very terrible.
0: No feeling at all.
1: None. I robot. I robot. <laughs> I robot. How much stuff? So we have our, our our you know things that we're measuring here. Cheese. Yeah.
0: I mean, I didn't think it was super cheesy. I mean, I, I felt like it was... I oh, mean, I think
1: it was so cheesy. Well, I have a 3.5. I guess it's not that cheesy. I give
0: it a 2 for the cheese factor. I'm not 2. I didn't feel like it was super cheesy. Really? Yeah. And whatever over goes in love with you? I'm ready. Texas 2.7? Truce- <laughs> <laughs> okay, there was some cheese factor, but for me it wasn't as high as that. Fair.
1: Believability, I have like a 3. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think... A, First of all, a travel magazine is going to send a copy editor to Colorado for a week in a cabin. No, no. Uh, for a contest.
0: I just yeah. I don't think we have that
1: much money in our account. Right.
0: That would <laughs> be like you pay that shit on your own if you want to go do that. Yeah. If you want to enter the contest, or
1: Barton would pay for it,
0: <laughs> and you would go. That's right. Chemistry. I think they had good chemistry. I feel like I, these two did. Even
1: a four out of five. Even yeah. though it's just.
0: He was so robotic, but she, I feel again, like it, it worked still. I don't know still. if it
1: was the script or them, but they did work together well enough.
0: They did. I liked it. I thought and it And I fine. feel
1: like in terms of acting, you really see who should be explaining anything to the other person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stereotypes, I straight up put a four out of five. Oh, yeah.
0: So many. This could have dumb been a five. Blonde. Yes. The dumb blonde, the mansplaining douche. The, it was too much. Yeah, it was way too much. The 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 no confidence woman, scared of everything stereotype. The over you know who overschedules her life or or you know the three p.m. lattes. Like really, you know, like can you go at one one day and five at another? Like it's just like what is the point of that? You know what I mean? Like it was There's too no much, work. too too much. I don't know. Wasn't into it.
1: I didn't like it either. I it really just my feminist drum like blew up. Yeah. Diversity, we got a one.
0: Because you blurred out a black person. <laughs> well, and an editor. Like, at least he had a good job, too. He did. No, I mean, and the the editor was great. I mean, he he's the only person. But, I mean, and so maybe we give it a two, but, like, like no, stop, two, stop, blurring out, stop blurring out the only other black person in the movie. Like, let's just let them have a full yeah, face. Just, here's the thing. Roll. Just
1: because you can tell that he's black because the skin tone is so different than <laughs> even blurred, you can tell. Does it mean, like, that's not cool, people? No, not cool, people. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So overall, how many glasses of champagne? I feel like oh, prosecco. It we was a drink three.
0: Drink. I for me, it was a three. I
1: don't. I it. two.
0: Two. Okay. I was so bored. Yeah, this was this one did get pretty boring, like in the middle.
1: I'm just done. Why the hell are we still seeing movies like this?
0: Because that's what pisses me off. But this is the thing, right? Because these are single women. Uh, single women without children. You know what I mean? Single women who aren't moms. So I think, I think you know, you can go the other way with it too where you have the single mom mm-hmm. who she's so strong, right? She's too strong to be in a relationship. You oh, know what please. I mean? So there's that stereotype too, but they lean into the I'm other... i because of Dunkin' Donuts people.
1: it was it for? A sugar donut? every anyway. week,
0: Girl. Girl,
1: yeah. And some Prozac. <laughs> keep it real
0: <laughs> all right i think we should probably wrap this Fine. one up <laughs> thank
1: you for joining us we'll be back next time with
0: frozen in love yes so another Winterfest say, movie yeah this will be our last winter fest um they did four but we're just gonna do these ones because because god are, we couldn't this is the bottom yeah. of the barrel <laughs> It's just no way. Um, But yeah, so we'll be back with Frozen in Love, which is going to be super fun. And then we're on to Valentine's Day. So Uh, stay tuned for more Happily Never After. And uh, yeah.